Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Chukas. According to the Chinuch, Parshas Chukas contains three positive mitzvos, all of which are related to the quintessential Chok, the law which we cannot understand, that of the Pura Aduma. We can't understand how the same substance, namely the ash of the para aduma, and uh, mixed with water, has the capacity to, on the one hand, uh, render somebody who is tamei lenefesh, who has come in contact with a dead body, gone to a funeral, been in the same room, under the same roof as the deceased, they become impure, they cannot enter the base of Migdash, they cannot partake of Korbanos, they can do everything else, but except for that which is related to Kachim, and by having the ash and water sprinkled upon them on day three and day seven of their count, they then become Tahor, pure, after going to the Mikvah, and on the other hand, the Kohen, who administers the sprinkling, he becomes Tomei from the exact same substance for a day. Even the wisest of man, Shlomo Melech says in Koheles, I said that with the wisdom that God gave me, I can understand all of Torah, but the he, this one, is Rechokamimeni, is beyond me. Now, in this parsha as well, we have the passing of Miriam, we have the passing of Aharon. Where are we? We are in the 40th year, and it's very important for us to understand the Nitziv, who tells us that the beginning of the book of Bamidbar is dealing with the second year that the Jewish people have just celebrated their anniversary, first year anniversary of leaving Egypt, and we are in the desert in an environment of completely teva, uh, beyond the natural and a most supernatural environment. And now, in this week's parsha, we are 39 years later in the 40th year, and we are about to enter Eretz Yisrael. And in this parsha, we encounter May Meriva, the waters of contention. The Jewish people, after Miriam dies, are without water. They come and they uh, complain with a capital C against Moshe. How come you took us out of Egypt? How could you bring us to a place, etc.? Moshe, on the one hand, is told by Hashem, take the staff and go and speak speak to the rock. Unfortunately, we know Moshe, on the one hand, according to the Rambam, his sin is Shimunahamurim. Listen here, you rebels. Moshe lost his cool something which a leader, the Rambam writes in Hilchos Deos, a person has to always keep away from anger, and even when a leader has to 
show anger to the people. It's just that. He has to feign, pretend that he's angry, so the people will shape up, but he cannot lose his cool. Moshe did get angry, and therefore, says the Rambam, that was the sin that caused Moshe not to enter Eretz Yisrael. However, I'd like to share with you a very, what I call an exciting Nitziv, who sheds very different light on this topic. Says the Nitziv, Hashem says to Moshe, V'dibartim el speak to the rock. Interestingly, the Torah doesn't tell us what it is that Moshe was to say to the rock. I can only tell you for sure it was not, quote, abracadabra. And so what was Moshe supposed to say? The Nitziv quotes the Medrash, Yalkut Shimoni, and I cite it for you. He says as follows, Shanei Olov Perek Echad, Moshe, teach the Jewish people a halacha, be it Shnayim Mochsim Betalis, be it that Hasidim or Rishonim or Yeshoin Shon Achas, whatever the halacha is, a Mishnah, a Gemara, tell them Divrei Musa, it's the vidibartem. It's the fact that nature is going to respond to Torah. The Nitziv explains beautifully. We are about to enter Eretz Yisrael, and Hashem is giving Moshe the opportunity to teach the people what's going to be when there's not going to be rain in the land of Israel. Because unlike that which we find at the end of Parshas Ekev, thereby the Torah says that the land to which you're coming is not like Eretz Mitzrayim. This is chapter 11, verse 10 in Devarim. It's not like Eretz Mitzrayim. That Ashatizra is Zarachah Vishkiso Baraglucha Kigana Yore. There you plant and you will have as the water is available to you all the time for irrigation. No, the land to which you're coming, says the Torah in 11.11 in Devarim. Listen carefully. Eretz Horim Ugevoos. It is a land of hills and valleys. Limtar Hashomayim Tishtemoyim. From the rain of heaven will the land of Israel drink water. In other words, the land of Israel is dependent on the rain, and the rain is dependent on man. If man is going to behave and live in accordance with the Torah, as the Torah says at the beginning of Parshas, Bechukosai, and again in the second paragraph of the Shema, the land is going to give, and Hashem is going to give the water, rain, in its proper time. However, if you're going to deviate and not observe Torah law, then So Moshe was to teach the Jewish people, as we find in the Gemara Tanis, that when there's going to be a 
at Siras Gishomim. There's going to be the withholding of water in Eretz Yisrael. What what are you to do? You are to gather to one place, to the Rehovah'ir, to the village square, the entire community. And the Rosha'am, one of the leaders, wise men of the community, is to stand and speak before the people, Devarim Kivushim. They are to arouse their emotions and recognize that they are to daven to Hashem. They are to get closer to His Torah and mitzvot, and therefore this will ensure and guarantee their success in the land. But unfortunately, Moshe and Aaron did not teach them this lesson. And if you listen carefully, the fact that the Torah uses the exact words, Ya'an lo he'emantem bi, chapter 20, pasuk 12, in this week's parsha. Since you refrained from having sufficient belief in me, for what purpose? Lahaktisheni. Lahaktisheni, he, the Nitziv, associates this word with that which we find in Parshas Emor, V'nikdashti b'soch b'nei Yisrael. Once again, Kiddush Hashem, by showing the secret of our success in Eretz Yisrael, which is Torah. The weapon that we have that no other country in the world has, the secret of the success of the Jewish people in the land of Israel, is is uh, allegiance to Torah. And this, unfortunately, Moshe did not teach the Jewish people at this time, and therefore he received the punishment of not leading them into the Promised Land. What emerges here thereof is this very important, powerful lesson of the connection between Eretz Yisrael and Torah. Note, every time we daven with a minion, and we're privileged to say, Shachris and Mincha, the Modim Durabanan, while the Shliach Sibur the Chazim is repeating the Shemona Esrei, so our rabbis taught that it's improper that he should give thanksgiving on our behalf, and we do not respond. So the rabbis instituted Modim Durabanan, the thanksgiving of the rabbis, as it's called. And what do we say? Thank you for all that you've done for us, Hashem. And what do we pray? Number one, we give thanks, Al Shechi Sonuvi Kiamtonu. You are maintaining us. Kaintachayenu Uskaimenu. So please may you in the future give us our sustenance. And Visesov Goliosenu. Hashem, please ingather the exiles. The Chatzros Kotshecha, bringing us to Eretz Yisrael, bringing us to Yerushalayim, bringing us, please God, to the base of Migdash. For what purpose? Lishmor Chukecha, Vilasos Ritzonecha. For our literally guarding, safekeeping, 
your laws, your chukim, your porah duma, and lasus v'tzonecha, the performance of all your mitzvos, u'la'avdecha, and to serve you, Hashem b'levav shalem, right, literally with a complete and total heart and desire. The idea is, I don't want to say we're only practicing in chutz la'aretz, but it's not the real deal. We see this from the parsha. We see this in our tefillos. Every time we daven, we are basically saying, count me in. I am ready to go. I know which is home for the Jewish people. And take a look and ask yourself, how is it that so many, Baruch Hashem, B'liayin Hara, of our young men and women who go through the educational system here in Chutz Laaretz, and they have not reached yet the full potential, and they go to Eretz Yisrael, and they spend a year or two and halavai more in Eretz Yisrael, and they get completely turned around. How do you explain it? So I am saying that this transformation is because Eretz Yisrael and Torah that is the combination. It's ponem chadoshos, literally. They come back, different individuals. And, like the Talmud teaches us, that avira da'ara machkim. Literally, it's in the air. There's the siyato d'shmaya. There's the assistance from above, which comes with living and learning in Eretz Yisrael. As Tosfo says in Bava Basra 21a, we're living and we see this in front of our eyes today. Wow, it's not just a nice song that we sing when we take out the, or the Sefer Torah from the Oran Kodesh, but as Tosfo says over there, when you come to Yerushalayim, and you see the Sanhedrin, and you see the Tamid Chachomim, and you see the Kohanim. You see a Torah lifestyle. You see how much more meaningful life is when literally it all focuses around Torah. Whoa, this is transformative. All this is very clearly stated in the parsha when Moshe was to speak Torah to the rock, and B'nai Israel would have learned that lesson before they even enter the land of Israel. May we be privileged to learn that lesson and to have the proper ga'agu'im, the proper longing, the proper pining, the proper desire for all of us connecting to Eretz Yisrael. Shabbat Shalom to all.